Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan Insider is standing by on the Meyer Guest Sign. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Billy. Doing great, buddy. All right. Uh, Michigan yesterday, early on, I'm like, is somebody going to guard uh, anybody shooting the three? And then they kept fighting, and then they even fought more. And it looked like, you know what, they might you know, pull one of those uh, steals out at Chrysler. And then Illinois just had too many guys who would hit big shots. They lose that game. And as I said, the minute it was over, I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. That Michigan State game tomorrow night is much more bigger for Michigan than it is for Michigan State. It's the season, and you can say that, but you know, knowing Tom Izzo like you do too, I don't know that that's true. Uh, in some, I mean, I think the result will be for certain. But to Michigan State, here's an opportunity to knock your rival uh, essentially out of the NCAA tournament with two games to go. You can get his, your coach, his what 663rd Big Ten win, which would pass Bob Knight, and do it on their home floor. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Michigan State play an outstanding game. I think Michigan will play desperate basketball, but uh, they're going through some stuff right. Right now, some of their leaders are struggling with some things, uh, some personal issues, and they've got uh, just really um, defensively, uh, they've got some issues defending the ball screen, which we saw. 93 points is too many, and I give Alfonso Plummer unbelievable credit for what the job he did in the first half. Some of those shots were NBA shots, Bill, that you can't defend. Uh, there were guys within range, and they're hitting step back threes, but uh, 93 points is way too many, and, and you can't, you've got to do the little things better, Bill, if you're going to hang around with a team like that so uh, these next two games are basically the season for Michigan and I think it's going to be tough you've got coming off an emotional game against Illinois you've got an emotional game with Michigan State a team that's going to push the tempo uh, dead balls and and on rebounds and then Iowa which is uh, going to run all the time so somehow you got to find a way here if you want to make the tournament I think it's going to be a tough one for them yeah, I said if they beat Michigan State and lose to Iowa and Ohio State and win their Big Ten tourney opener, I think they'll get in. If they lose all three, they'd have to have a crazy Big Ten tourney run to hear their name on Selection Sunday. They'd probably have to win it, honestly. And yeah. so they've got to win. If they go one and two, I think they've got to make it to Sunday at this point. And the Minnesota game that they lost at home looms large, and so does the UCF game on the road. You know, you can't get them back. That's the problem. Uh, you're playing catch-up the rest of the year. And when you lose at home to Ohio State, then you had to make up another one, which they did at Iowa. But you've got to find some consistency here. So to me, it's these next two games. Uh, I don't think they're going to win at Ohio State. I think they match up better with Ohio State than they do against say Illinois, but that's a good basketball team. So, uh, in my opinion, it's these next two games that are the season for Michigan. Starting tomorrow, you can't lose two to Michigan State. That's just a, that's a decent team. That's not a great team, obviously. And you have to beat them at home and get the split. So, that's where it starts. And then that Iowa game uh, on Thursday night at 9 o'clock. That'll be three games in six days. Uh, basically, or three games, I guess, yeah, six days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, actually five days. Three games in five days. So, they're going to have some tired legs going into that one, but uh, it starts tomorrow, Bill. You lose that one and then you're really in trouble. I'll tell you what, when me and you start counting live on air, it's the most entertaining radio known to man. <laughs> I can't help it, man. <laughs> I had five fingers up, too, oh, when man, I was me, doing it. <laughs> me and Skeen, man, we, we got flashcards out talking to each other. <laughs> when we're gotta counting. Do gotta do. Hey, uh, you mentioned uh, right at the start of this conversation some of the bigger names having personal issues. Uh, is that school? Is that 
uh, private? Is that uh, yeah. coaching? What is it? What's going on there? It's personal. It's, it's personal and private, kind of like it was with Zeb Jackson earlier on in the year. So guys just working through some things, and um, and that's an issue, you know. But guys are, are railing around each other, and it's one of those deals where um, you know it's it's their business, and they're they're dealing with it in house. So and it doesn't help either when your head coach isn't around, uh, serving a five game suspension. Phil Martelli's doing the best job he can. We had him today in a press conference, listening to him talk for 23 minutes. I could sit down and listen to that guy talk for an hour and a half, and he was breaking things down and about the ball screen defense, and uh, he's, a, he's a gem. So he and Tom Izzo are actually really good friends, and he actually touched on that as well. So he understands the rivalry, and he said at the same time that guy was calling him every other day to encourage him when he lost his job at St. Joseph, so he has a lot of respect for him. So that'll be interesting, and it'll be interesting to see the crowd tomorrow night, too. Um, there have been it's been sparse on weeknights when at Lewis later starts. 8.30, I think, is the game time tomorrow, and then 9 o'clock on Thursday. So, And no students in the building either, Bill, which really hurt them, I thought, yesterday. That crowd didn't get loud until the last five minutes of that game, and it was really obvious how they were lacking energy in that building. Is it spring break right now in Michigan? It is, yep, absolutely. So bad time to have three home games in a row that are really huge, right? And uh, especially Michigan State. Who knows how many Michigan State fans will snap up tickets to that one, too. Um, I'd say there were there's still probably about a thousand or two empty seats, two thousand empty seats at the arena on Saturday or on Sunday. So, um, and in times in, in years past, Michigan State fans have taken over that arena. You hope that doesn't happen if you're a Michigan fan, but actually, it wouldn't stun to be honest with you. Yeah, they just need to play better defense. You know, I know Houston yep. and Buffkin are still young, but, and, you know, Diabate still will get lost once in a while, and those guys will. I get they're young, and it still looks like a, a team, and I said this earlier, where you don't know what to expect from them almost half to half. Yeah, and it's disappointing, right? At this point of the year, you want consistency, and you want to know what you're good at and what you struggle with and, and then adjust. And that's something that Martelli talked about today, too. He said there were times that it looked like maybe you know two positions. You had one and a half guys know what they were doing, and the other guy was like, should I be doing this or should I be doing that? And he said that's on us to make sure that they execute it better. And Illinois took advantage of it. When it looked like those guys were unsure on defense, I knew exactly where to hit them. So, and, and it's been – for the – Really, the first half of the season, the second halves, they were getting thrilled, uh, especially defensively. And in the past, you know, you knew what you were going to get offensively with Michigan when they were playing in front of their own bench. Uh, but the defense is where they've been really lacking this year, and I think it hurts that they're going the opposite way away from the bench, and there hasn't been as good a communication. So, needs to be better. Their shot blockers need to be better. We don't see a whole lot of rim protection or guys on the ball screen that really know what they're doing. They were guarding Kofi Coburn out to the free throw line on the ball screen yesterday and you're thinking what are they doing uh, they, like, you're going to let that guy have that shot you know 10 times out of 10 and instead guys were getting to the rim and finishing uncontested so that's got to improve A.J. Hoggard is very good Michigan State's point guard in the, in the uh, pick and roll and uh, so they're going to have to be much better tomorrow night Bill to win that game Dickinson the way he'll drift in and out of a game concerns me a little bit it really does at times, 
Yep, and I think he's gotten much better since the beginning of the year. And you know, he's playing a lot of minutes too, and that's part of the deal when you're when you're seven one and and lugging around two hundred and sixty pounds or whatever he is, and playing thirty five, thirty eight minutes a game. That's a lot. It's a lot to ask of a guy, and you don't generally see that. But they don't really have a choice, and they're going to lean on him and continue. You see, you see him missing shots that he would normally make, short ones that he's rushing, or maybe he's just gassed. But he's been rebounding well. Uh, they're going to need his best games these next two games, next three games really, to make the tournament. And you wonder how much energy he's got left in the tank, Bill, given how much he's played this year. You know, you can really look, and you just brought up the bench. That's where I was going in our final segment here, Chris, that Curbelo, Hawkins, the minutes, 18 points, seven boards, uh, I think four assists, what they gave Illinois. That really is a difference when you look at the bench. Collins was a nice surprise with six, but – uh, Bufkin and uh, Williams uh, with two apiece. Uh, Johns, again, uh, some decent defense. But, you know, when you don't have a bench, how, how do you win Big Ten games home or away? Yeah, you don't. And you run out of energy. And I, I go back to John Beeline's first championship team at Michigan when Zach Novak and those guys got to the tournament. Somehow they, they won a share of the Big Ten uh, with Zach, Zach Novak playing the four at about six, two and a half. And they had nothing left. They played probably seven, maybe eight guys the entire year. And you wear down at the end of the year. And that's a big concern. There's no question about it, especially when you're playing this many games the week before a Big Ten tournament in which you know you could be playing four games in four days. Michigan can't play on Wednesday. And now they're going to be playing on Thursday. So it's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday if they get there. Uh, I don't expect them to. I would expect them probably to lose on Friday. But you never know. If they're fighting for a tournament berth, what are their legs going to be like uh, and you know at this point you almost have to just take your chances with some of the young guys like Kobe Buffkin and play him a little bit more we, we've seen some good minutes from him and Frankie Collins did some decent things but they need a lot more from those guys here if they're going to make any kind of run whatsoever. Chris Ballas on the Wolverine.com the Michigan insider joining us on the Meyer guest line what's the latest as they venture into week two of spring football with Harbaugh and the crew? Yeah, on spring break. So they're off right now. They'll get it back into pads next week. Uh, oh, so they split job. it up. So they do they uh, spring break. The guys didn't stick around and they get workouts in. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll, we'll, what they'll do is when they come back, they'll be in pads and then work towards the April 2nd spring game, which will be televised on the Big Ten Network, which is exciting for a lot of people who can't make it. So, uh, But, yeah, as from what we've heard, the skill position players are doing what they do, and and it's all about finding the right defense and finding some pass rushers. So when they get in pads, they'll determine that. And uh, and who's going to be playing right tackle, Carson Barnhart or Trante Jones? Got to figure that out. But, really, the offense should be loaded, Bill. I think that's going to be the strength of the team this fall, and they've got a favorable schedule. So it would be really disappointing if this team lost more than a couple games. That's crazy that they would – Start spring ball before spring break. Why not just start it after spring break and take it to, you know, the second week of April? Yeah, we'll ask him. We'll ask Harbaugh when we get him. We still haven't gotten him yet, which is crazy that we were told that. Oh, I'll call him. I'll get an answer right now. I'll text him. Just give him a ring and see what he says. But, uh, yeah, we, we'll find out, and uh, I think we'll probably have access to him next week, and which is better because then you get to find out about maybe a couple of guys who are doing some things and some some good weight gains or loss and things like that. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. Yeah, that is. I, I didn't know. I thought during spring break they'd just ramp it up, do two-a-days, and they'd have you know the campus to themselves and keep the guys away from a 
crazy week. But if you're going to do that, then why not just go spring break and come back and start? And I guess there's a rhyme or a reason or something uh, there to it. I'm, I'm texting Harbaugh right when I go to break here because he still owes me money for doing his voicemail. Never has paid me. <laughs> Let me uh, let me know what he says, will you? And I'll put up a yeah, story. I'll credit. I will. It'd probably be a couple letters. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. We'll, we'll play Huge Wheel of Fortune. Hmm. I'll take an F. An F for $100? Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Chris. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, man. Chris Bowles with the Wolverine.com. He doesn't think I could text Hardball and get an answer out of him? <laughs>